This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on helping our kids be confident. The 10 keys to unlocking confidence in your child. This is the, these are the 10 keys to confident kids. Look, when I was growing up, this is not something I had. But I found it, I found confidence in unique places. I found it playing wiffle ball in my neighborhood. I found it playing basketball in middle and high school. I was a a free throw shooter and a three-point shooter. Um, But in terms of overall confidence, I didn't begin to find confidence in who I was until college. And a counselor named Von Shepard had a lot to do with that. But we don't have to have kids wait until they're young adults. And in this day and age, insecure and unconfident kids will have a much harder time dealing with life than previous generations. What we need to do is help our kids develop confidence. We need to develop confidence in our kids now. So let's talk about the secrets to confidence. 10 keys to unlocking confidence in your child. Here are the 10 keys to confident kids. All right, so number one, we need to make it clear that every ch- with every child that you don't have to earn anything from me. My love for you is unconditionally is unconditional. We need to make it clear to them that this is not this house is not a token economy. Look, token economies involve doing things to earn tokens to get stuff. Now, I'm all for learning how to earn, doing chores, earning extra money, learning how to have three envelopes, giving, saving, spending, and learning how to use money wisely, money mastery, but that is not what I am emphasizing. Rather than emphasizing a token economy, I'm emphasizing an unconditional love culture. Love remains no matter what. And what we need to do is not have a token economy, but we need to have an unconditional love culture that my love for you is unconditional. So we need to remove the pressure of measuring up to some of our kids measuring up to some unknown status, the best at something, the best kid. We need to remove pressures. Um, We need to remove pressures that parents may not be aware of, but they're actually conveying. We need parents to look for ways that you can love unconditionally. We need to look for those ways that we do love conditionally. And likely that comes from your background. Maybe it scars from the past. We need to let those emotionally heal. Your answer now is to love unconditionally. And we need to so we need to do it differently than previous generations. And when it comes to loving unconditionally, there's nothing a child can do to increase our love for them. And there's nothing a child can do to decrease our love for them. So no matter what, our love is unconditional. Number two, we need to make children work. We need to give them housework. Children need to learn how to stretch themselves. They need to learn how to sacrifice. They need to learn how to be responsible. And they they need to learn how they can do things so that they're making a valuable contribution and being part of something bigger than themselves. They need to learn how to be responsible. Uh, and We need to give them tasks uh, early when they're very young. So they can see themselves as a team member. They will take more pride in being part of a sports team, part of a work team, part of the biology team in class when they are engaged with uh, sacrificing and working as part of our team at home. So make them work. And what we're finding is teenagers are delaying getting jobs because they're busy on their smartphones. But hey, as soon as they can get a job, Having them work, uh, even for uh, a few hours, um, 
is great for developing their responsibility and learning how to sacrifice as a teenager. Number three, parents need to love their children's ideas. So children are handing you a, a, a vulnerable part of themselves. They're giving you uh, a key element. We want to encourage it. We want to foster it. We want to take that gem and highlight it. We want to value their opinion. We want to promote their opinion. I encourage families to have family meetings. Incorporate their ideas into the family culture. If someone has an idea for getting ice cream on Saturday nights as a tradition, encourage that child's idea. And then parents, invite disagreement. Allow kids to disagree. If a kid doesn't see it your way, encourage their idea without squashing their idea. Value disagreement. Look at the sit around the dinner table and say, "Look, disagreement is allowed. Different opinions are valued here in this family." Number four, make your word, the parent's word, be like gold. So, always reliable, always dependable. If a parent, if a mother, if a father's word is like gold, uh, that will give children a sense of self, a sense of confidence. If they know that their parents are always going to follow through, what happens is it facilitates a safety net of security. That's a key for the secure attachment, that they can totally rely on their parents. So if you say, uh, if you do this, I will do this, make sure you follow through. The key to parenting is consistency with privileges and limits. Discipline works when it's consistent consistency and making your word consistent is key. Number five, encourage your kid's talent. Look, some kids are athletes. Others are uh, brainiacs. I actually had a recent uh, soccer kid who um, I, I put on his trophy, the brains behind a dynasty. Um, our team had won a lot and, uh, and this is a great kid to work with. They're all great kids. Um, but it was fun. You know, so, some kids are just super bright. Um, some kids are athletes. But every kid, they have unique skills. We want to encourage artistic skills. We want to encourage photography. We want to encourage a talent that can be used. Tap into your kids' talents and help them to shine. Over the last four years, I've coached several kids for eight seasons in soccer. We had some of the, some of the same amazing kids over the years. And every once in a while, we had unique kids and we had a uh, few children with special needs and learning difficulties and disabilities. With every kid, whether very talented or limited, limited in their football abilities, we could encourage a talent within the game, a talent within the talent. And we, my wife, Coach Sarah, or our dear friend, Coach Pat, or other parents, or myself, we could honor each kid for their talent within the game. Sometimes it's finding a pearl, but diamonds in the rough are available with each kid. Each kid has a talent. Uh, and we want to foster that. Number six, encourage independence. So having children do things on their own and starting early is a great way to build their confidence. It's a great confidence booster. It's a great self-esteem booster. Uh, it, it's essentially an immediate happiness booster. You know, as children get older, have them order what they want at a restaurant. Encourage social skills. Encourage them to talk to people you've identified as safe. Give your child feedback. Emphasize the positive feedback. If you see a tendency to avoid, encourage your child to engage socially. 
praise their willingness to reach out to others. And whenever they leave their comfort zone, uh, encourage that. Praise that. Praise is powerful. Praise is powerful. Number seven, warmth. Parents, be warm. Look for opportunities to be warm. Look, the world is scary. You know, we're in an anxiety epidemic over the last 50 years. Um, more teenagers rely on luck and chance than actually their effort determines outcome. Um, and in so much from volcanoes to wars to uh, school shootings, look, the world is scary. We want to be that person for them. If we're warm, it can make, it make a difference. We want to choose those moments. Look, why get angry? Be warm. Convey consequences without anger reactions. And if you are uh, one who is flawed, like all of us, <laughs> if we overreach, get angry, make mistakes, like we all do, repair. Repair with warmth. Whenever we go to our children and say, look, I I'm sorry, I overreacted there. Or look, I, I miss that. I am sorry. If we repair with warmth, it makes a huge difference. It gives our kids a sense of foundation. That warmth is huge. It's a huge confidence booster. Number eight, accept your child. Look, there's a range accepting them for who they are. There's a range, a continuum of acceptance versus rejection. You know, whether it comes to their artistic skills or whether it comes whether it comes to their attempt at, at Taekwondo or whatever it is that they're trying, continue to convey acceptance. Accept your child for what they bring. If you have a favorite child, the defect is not in the child. Uh, my old psychology professor had said that many years ago, and, and it still rings true today. Look, healthy parents love all the same. Every person, every child can shine. And that brings us to number nine. All right, that brings us to number nine. So, so far, number one, make it clear that you love unconditionally. Number two, make them work. Number three, encourage their ideas and value those gems. Number four, make your word be like gold, always following through with consistency. Number five, encourage your kids' talent. Find those pearls in them. Praise those pearls. Number six, encourage their independence. Number seven, be warm. Number eight, be accepting. And that brings us to number nine, honor your child. Honor your child. In our family, we have facilitated a culture of honor. And we do that at Mother's Day, at Father's Day, on birthdays, on key moments, times when we celebrate, um, and, and especially uh, accomplishments. And we want to take time to honor them for what they've accomplished. And we want to take time, you know, um, take time to slow down and really, uh, really emphasize their accomplishment. And doing it, if you have many children, doing it one child at a time. You know, it's fine to honor Johnny today. Melissa will get her opportunity in two weeks. Um, jamming them all together and throwing out a, a quick honoring for each person. No, I really want to encourage families to take time to celebrate accomplishments and honor your child 
for who they are. And number 10, be proud of your children on a regular basis. Emphasize being proud of who they are, not just after accomplishments, but saying, I am so proud of you for who you are. Right? Their integrity, integrity, their dignity, being a solid rock, being who they are in their identity, in their identity and who they are made special and celebrate who they are. Not just what they do, their excellence in the spelling test or doing well um, scoring 15 points in the basketball game or um, doing this back off, uh, round off back handspring double tuck or um, getting this award, this art award or getting a scholarship or getting the score on the SAT or the, the Iowa standard test. So whatever it is. Um, we can overemphasize accomplishments in our culture. And what we want to do is facilitate a family of culture where we honor who the child is and we are proud of them, proud of who they are um, in their person. And let me just throw out this last thing. We want to be aware of the roadblocks to true confidence. Yes, we want to build confidence, but true self-efficacy, belief in one's ability and confidence, it's different from social media efficacy or video game efficacy. Look, social media efficacy and video game efficacy, or let me say it like this, social media confidence and video game confidence, that's not going to translate to real-world entrepreneurship, social intelligence, or skills as a person. So let's just differentiate what true confidence is. Let's be aware of those roadblocks. Um, so there you have it. Those are the 10 keys the confidence. We don't have to, again, we don't have to wait until young, uh, they become young adults. Now's the time. Let's continue to build our children so they can be secure and confident kids. These are the 10 keys to, to unlocking confidence, 10 keys to confident kids. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on the 10 keys to confident kids.